morning, Big Ten fans. Welcome back to another edition of the Big Ten Morning Minutes. I'm your host, Mike Chen. Follow me on Twitter at MikeFChen. Follow the show site as well at Big Ten MM. It is Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. And yesterday was not a good day for the Michigan Wolverines. We'll start off on the hoop side of it because Isaiah Todd decided to decommit from the Wolverines and Juwan Howard's program and opt to go the professional route. We've seen multiple players go the professional route recently due to the NCAA clearly not paying players. They are making waves in getting likeness being paid for, but sometimes that's just not enough. And I don't specifically know Todd's background, his family history, anything like that. But when Todd did not sign in the early signing period, that put up red flags for me. I've spoke about this many times. When I referred to Isaiah Todd, I always referred to him as unsigned Isaiah Todd. It is difficult for Michigan. Now, I didn't let you know this yesterday, and I'll let you know this now, because normally I don't really tell you about misses, recruiting misses. But it seemed as if forward Josh Christopher was leaning towards the Michigan Wolverines. Now, it's recruiting. It's crazy. Recruiting's crazy. It absolutely is. And when you look at things, if a prospect has not verbally committed to you and it's a silent commit, that to me, that's a bunch of crap. I don't buy that. I'm not buying it, and I won't. And that's why I didn't report it to you yesterday. Because to me, it doesn't mean much. Yeah, okay, you're in my top five. But if you're not number one at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Now, if Christopher, say, committed to the Wolverines and then decommitted, then yeah, you could say, oh, I was left at the altar, blah, 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 this and that. However, Christopher never committed to the Wolverines. He was a lean. And I could be a lean. You could be a lean. Anybody could be a lean. But ultimately, he didn't end up picking the Wolverines. So to me, that's not, uh, you know, it clearly is a miss on the recruiting trail, but it's not a what if. Because Christopher never committed. Well, either way, it has kind of been piled everything on. Because over that 24-hour period, you, the assumption was by Michigan fans that Christopher would be a Wolverine. Well, he didn't. Ended up choosing Arizona State. The hat game happens all the time. We see it in college football recruiting. Oh, this guy's going to sign with so-and-so team. Boom. Pulls out another hat. Throws it on. Signed, sealed, delivered, game over. Well, that's what happened with Christopher. Yeah, okay, Michigan did have a quote-unquote lead, but apparently not. There are certain recruits that like to play the game. And I don't know if Christopher was playing the game. I really haven't been paying much attention to his recruitment. However, Michigan fans, you didn't have him. You never did because he never committed. But Todd, on the other hand, this is a huge loss for the Wolverines because they had put together one of the better classes in the country. And now losing a top-rated player. We're talking about a national top 15 player in Isaiah Todd. He's a five-star ranked by many services. This is not a, a small loss here. And it really hurts John Howard because, again, that was something to me. At the beginning of the Howard tenure, when he got hired, that was my biggest question. Would he be able to recruit at a high level to keep Michigan extremely competitive? Now, John Beeline, he didn't necessarily recruit at a high level with 
star rank, perhaps, but he found the right guys that fit his system. It looks like Juwan Howard's going to have to do a little bit of both. He's recruited very well, but at the current moment, he is going to have to alter his recruitment and go a different route. He's going to have to find somebody to replace Todd if he wants to replace that scholarship. Who the hell knows with what's going on with Little John? You don't know what's going on with Livers. There's so many question marks going on right now with the Michigan basketball team. And this one, it, it's been a rough week and a half for the Wolverines on the hardwood. And it just continues with Todd. And we'll see. You know, these are trying times. This is a difficult time right now. Clearly with the coronavirus and unable to actually physically see recruits, go visit them. Uh, the AAU circuit is starting up supposedly, but my I have doubts about any sort of summer activities being started up at the current moment. So college coaches are missing out on evaluation time. So, yeah, this is a, a difficult loss for the Michigan Wolverines. And we'll see how Juwan Howard responds because that's what a sign of a good coach is, is when they respond to decommitments. They don't take it personally because this happens. Recruiting decommitments, there's a reason why there's a word for it. It happens. So how Juwan Howard and his staff rebound from this will be very telling. I'll let you know this as well. Josh Christopher committed to Arizona State yesterday, or two days ago on Monday, I'm sorry. And now, yesterday, Ohio State transfer, Luther Muhammad, has decided to join Christopher at Arizona State as well. So he'll transfer over there. Uh, Muhammad will have to sit out a season and then be eligible the year after. So doesn't look like they're going to get a chance to play together. But Muhammad ultimately will be a Sun Devil as well. More news out of the Buckeyes basketball program as point guard C.J. Walker has entered the NBA draft. Uh, he's going to retain his eligibility, go through the process. There is no way that C.J. Walker gets drafted. He's a solid player, not spectacular. There are plenty of other players that will go ahead of him, and I think this is just for him to find out from the NBA, hey, you need to do X, Y, and Z a little bit better. If you work on those things during the offseason, then you could potentially be selected in the NBA draft. So, C.J. Walker has put his name in, like many other players. Uh, Isaiah Livers, you're looking at Luka Garza. Not foregoing their eligibility. Daniel Turu foregoed his eligibility. Jalen Smith foregoed his eligibility. Those guys, they are first-round draft picks. They should go. You have to strike while the iron's hot because we've seen plenty of players who, are, oh, they're projected top 15 players. Like, look at Ayo DeSumo. DeSumo, at the end of last year, would have been a top 20 to 25 draft pick. Well, in all the mocks that I've seen this year, his name isn't even in there, which is absolutely nuts. Strike while the iron's hot. And so, hey, you know what? It is what it is, but it's, uh, it is... Part of the new process, and to be honest with you, I actually like the process. I think it's really great for the players to be able to come back to school and to not lose their eligibility, even if they were to hire an agent. All right, let's move on to some football notes as well, as Iowa got a commitment from Florida defensive back Jordan 
Ola Dukan. Ola Dukan is 5'11", 185 pounds. A decent, solid offer list with Maryland, Penn State, Louisville, and Virginia. I think that Iowa has traditionally recruited Florida very well. And Kirk Ferentz usually finds those diamond in the roughs. And I'll tell you what. Now, I've said this multiple times, and I will continue to keep saying it. If you're going to take a fringe type of prospect that is solid but not great, go take him out of one of the high-level football high school states. And that includes Florida, Texas, California, Ohio, Georgia. Go get those mid-tier type of players because those type of players, they typically play very, very high-level competitive football in high school. Easier transition. Easier to realize what kind of things that they need to work on because they've gone through, they're, they're going through semi-college level type of programs, and that's exactly what's happening. So a solid get for Kirk Ferentz and the Hawkeyes in Oladukan. I think he'll be a, a solid player for the Hawkeyes. They typically uh, recruit and project through their program solid players. And look, uh, Michael Ojemudia, he's going to get drafted. Now, he's not a first-round draft pick, but he's going to get drafted, and it's a, it's a solid get for Iowa. Michigan's former linebacker Devin Gill got into the transfer portal uh, about a month ago. Decided, now he's going to go home. going to play his final season at the University of Southern Florida. Penn State has joined Nebraska in a virtual spring game. They will start it off with Zoom conferences, and you'll be able to put backgrounds in on your Zoom conference, etc., etc. And then, to finish off everything, they're going to replay the Penn State-Ohio State game from 2016 on Facebook Live. I love the fact that Penn State is joining in on this. I raved about Nebraska yesterday getting involved in something like this. I wondered whether other Big Ten teams would jump on. Well, Penn State clearly has jumped on. There are other teams that could do this as well. And as, if the news breaks, I'll clearly let you know. But I love it. I think it's a great way to get fans interacted, especially in a time where people need that type of interaction. A lot of people are feeling cooped up in their homes, myself included. And to have something like this for you to be able to quote unquote get away for a few hours absolutely love it i think it's fantastic and i think that you know other schools inside the big 10 should join in on this some bad news for wisconsin's zach bond the talented linebacker yesterday came out that he tested positive for a diluted substance now, he didn't test positive for steroids. He didn't test positive for opioids. He didn't test positive for marijuana. So that's that, that, that clearly is not anything of substance. However, what this means is that he probably was masking a substance. Now, under the old CBA, he would have been suspended. But under the new CBA, since he is technically not an NFL employee right now, he won't have anything happen to him. So that's a definite positive for Bond. It uh, looks like Bond still is being projected as a first-round pick. The reports that I saw pretty much said that he will continue to hold a high draft ranking with those teams because the NFL can't punish him. So uh, 
bad news, good news situation for Zach Bond, as I still do expect him to be drafted towards the end of the first round. And if he slips to the end of the first round, he's definitely getting drafted uh, through the end of the first round. He's definitely getting drafted in the second round. There's one other note coming out of Wisconsin. They added a running back in Tennessee's Antoine Roberts, 6'1", 189 pounds. He had offers from Louisville, Missouri, and Kentucky. I'm going to put it this way. Wisconsin can find running backs. And I don't care where you're ranked. I don't care what your recruiting offers were. If you're going to Wisconsin as a running back, you're probably a damn good one. And so I trust Paul Chris's his evaluation of Roberts. And so what I'm looking at is a damn solid player going to Wisconsin. Now, who knows what's going to end up in that backfield right now? Uh, because obviously Jonathan Taylor has gone and th this is his eligibility is over. Uh, he was one of the best running backs in all of the country last year and in his last three years as well. But, you know, what you're looking at is the fact that you know, Wisconsin pretty much just churns out running back after running back after running back. So for me, when I look at when they go out and get those kind of recruits, and even if it's not, you know, a guy that's a high-level type of guy, that's a five-star, that's a four-star, et cetera, et cetera, the running back room will be fine at Wisconsin. And even if the running back isn't a top-level type of running back, guess what? They have a top-level offensive line, and that offensive line will open up holes. And even if you're a average to solid running back you're going to find those holes and you're going to run for a decent amount of yards so uh, I like the addition of Roberts for the Badgers and you know like I said the, the stars don't matter because it looks like he's a three-star type of player but I mean the offer list eh, you know that that's usually something I go off of but in this case I'm 100 percent trusting Paul Christ and the Wisconsin staff. That's going to do it for me this morning on your Big Ten Morning Minutes. I appreciate the listen. Give me a follow on Twitter at Mike F. Chen. Follow the show site over there as well at Big Ten MM. Rate us, review us, and share us on all of your listening platforms. Have a happy hump day, Big Ten fans. I will talk to you tomorrow morning.